0: hello and welcome to the jam this is for when your life and your toast are a little dry i'm joanne and i'm maddie and together we make the jam and we're excited to sit here and chat with you so grab a cup of something delicious enjoy the show i know i'm trying to work on the grace of being content with what i have
1: that is a good grace to have it's a hard one. It's a hard yeah. one to just accept, okay, this is what I have. This is what I'm doing.
0: Right. And,
1: like, it's okay. Or Like, yeah. it's okay that
0: we only had like, used furniture or,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: we don't have, like, the nicest thing. I mean, it's nice because my house could catch on fire tomorrow, and I would cry about, like, three things in the house that we yep. lost. Yep. However... I also wish that I like had a nice couch that my butt was the first butt on that couch.
1: (laughs) I hear that. I hear that. But there is something freeing about not being attached to your furniture. Like I was just talking to my mom today and I was like, yeah, I could really like get rid of everything I have right now when I move again with my husband and not care. So what do you want to talk about? So today I thought we would talk about pregnancy,
0: home birth. um, Ooh,
1: one of my favorite topics.
0: I know. It's a good one. So I guess I thought we would talk about like our respective, like, I guess experiences with pregnancy and birth. Although I know Maddie, to my knowledge, you have not been pregnant or given birth. Never. Uh, But I know that you were around it a lot, especially the oldest of seven, eight. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I think we have some good information to gleam.
1: Oh, yeah, and even just think like a different perspective because my mom chose to have all home births with all of us kids. So the idea of going to a hospital to me to have a baby is very foreign. It seems like sterile and... Impersonal and like the, like I wouldn't have say over what was happening with my body or what was happening during my birth, but almost like too much of it would be controlled or regulated when I really have seen it happen naturally and seen how beautiful it is and seen like kind of like the whole family getting to be a part of bringing this new child into the world. Like not in a weird way, but I remember growing up when my mom was pregnant with my siblings, that the midwife would come to our house and we got to be a part of the appointments. Like we got to listen to the baby's heartbeat. Midwife would explain to us what was going on, like what size the baby was, what kind of things she was asking my mom. She would like do the measurements and all of that. And so it was really like neat to get to be a part of that. And like one of the most beautiful experiences to get to be present at a birth. And I think that's why it's part of the reason I don't have a fear of giving birth someday because Mm -hmm. I understand that the pain isn't a bad thing, that it's a necessary part of bringing the new life into the world. So not like pain, and suffering for no reason without merit and kind of seeing the the beauty in that sacrifice and that pain that a mother goes through for her child and how empowering it is for a woman to give birth, like for her body to go through everything that they go through in giving birth and being able to say like, I did that, like my body knew what to do. I did that. I carried this child for my nine months and I pushed it out of my body and here it is. And now my body gets to like nurse this baby and care for this baby. And just think it's like, it's such a beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. thing. I remember when I was, I've always wanted to have a home birth. If that's my plan. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And my fiance before we got married, I just like, okay. Before we got engaged, like when we were dating, I told him, I was like, so. I'm going to have my babies at home. I'm going to have a home birth. Like, how do you feel about that? I think that would have been a deal breaker for me if he was like, no, never. But (laughs) luckily Indians are also into alternative medicine. So that's a plus for me. Was he like super cool with it? Like from the first moment you mentioned it? He was a little bit like, what, why, why do you want to do that? Like it kind of, it felt a little bit like why? And he was like, whatever you think is best, whatever you think is best for you we will do. And so it was a little bit like, he was a little bit shocked that I would say that, but he wasn't like freaked out or anything.
0: Mm. Is knowing you better now, is he still kind of like surprised that you would lean that way for birth or for, I mean, other like healthcare needs, I guess?
1: No, we're both more into like alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. And of doing things the more natural way if we have the option to. Mm-hmm. Either of us are like never take antibiotics or never take it ibuprofen or like whatever, but we would opt more for mm-hmm. okay, I have a headache, I'm going to use peppermint oil, or oh, I <laughs> have an upset stomach, I'll drink baking soda and water, or what do you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, kind of more natural or like chiropractic and. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Um, yeah, so I think home birth is awesome. I, I also am not one of those people who, like, if a, ugh, I'm not saying like home birth is the only way to go. Like, if you feel more comfortable getting birth in a hospital, go for it. If you really feel like an epidural is the best way to go for you, then like, there's nothing stopping you, and you're not like less of a woman or not like doing what's right for your body or for your not taking care of your baby by choosing those things. Um, but I think that there is room for women to be better educated into like what they're signing up for when it comes to an epidural or what kinds of things they really want to stay firm on when in advocating for themselves in a hospital. Like if a doctor or a nurse is asking them to do something that they don't want to do or kind of wasn't a part of their birth plan. Um, but I never want to come across as like, you can only have a home birth. Otherwise you are weak and lazy. No, I'm not saying that like birth is hard. It is hard. But don't be afraid to explore and say like, okay, maybe I could do this because you hundred percent can, you know, God created your body to be able to carry and give birth to a baby naturally. And there are, and having a home birth, like there. are like the midwife is well trained, and there are procedures in place. Like if there was an emergency, and it's very safe. It's not just like a back alley thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of my stance or opinion on. I think it's the best way to go. Um, but with home birth, there's with giving birth, there's no like moral right or wrong. So if you want to. Give birth in a hospital? Go for it. It's just not what I will. That's just not what I would choose for myself because I want the freedom to be able to labor in my own space, in my own home, and <coughs> the freedom to be able to make the choices that I think are best for me and my my baby. Joanne, those are for me, those are just a lot of opinions because I've never given birth. I've seen people give birth. I've watched seven births in my life, but I've never given birth myself. So who knows how I'll feel once I'm in the moment. But you've actually given birth. Like, what made you decide that you were going to do a home birth?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, what I think um, brought me on to like doing a home birth was. How completely comfortable and at peace I was with the midwife um mm-hmm. who ended up attending my birth, so um when I found out I was pregnant, I was going to a birth center we lived in Nashville, and it was a place I had found before I was even married, but I was really into because I you know I liked the things that they posted and and da 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 and this was very, very much like the beginning of me. Um, kind of, like, getting into alternative medicine. Like, I really wasn't into it before. Like, you know, I had heard of essential oils. I had one at my house, but I didn't really use them. Or, like, I had heard of, like, you know, DIY, like, things. But it was more about saving money than it was about, like, using any type of clean ingredient or da-da-da. So, um, yeah. So I really, you know, was very new to the whole concept of, like, you know, natural anything, whether that be like natural clean products or just like aiding your body and doing what it knows how to do, like heal or reproduce or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we moved to Pittsburgh and the birth center that we had in Pittsburgh, there was only one, is only one. And uh, they, or there was like midwife groups at other hospitals that have like birth center type rooms, but there was a lot of restrictions on them. And I wasn't crazy about that. Mm. And I didn't love, I mean, they still felt very medical to me. And I was like, "Mm, I don't love that. But I liked the idea of a birth center because I'm going someplace that's the room is set up for birth. And I think too, like a lot of us just have ingrained, like I have to go somewhere to birth. Like I can't just birth. Mm -hmm. So, um, Yeah. And practically speaking, and I think that this would still be true. I like the fact that they have like birthing stools, like stools that have a big like circle cut out the middle so that you could like sit on a stool and give birth if you wanted to, or like what looks like a big set of um, monkey bars, but on their side. So you can grab the bar and kind of like dangle a little bit where you don't have those kinds of things or like ropes hanging from the ceiling that you can use to just help you like squat or be in different positions because the that really does make a difference in labor and you just have to be more creative at home um which i think is a big pro of a birth center is that they have you know these things like you're not going to anchor like ropes from your ceiling
1: (laughs) 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 Um, unless you want to maybe you're planning on having lots of kids and you want those there
0: That's true. Maybe you are.
1: So, so yeah.
0: So anyway, so the, the birthing center in Pittsburgh had a whole, has a whole wing of like gynecological services, which is fine, but they involved like abortive counseling. They gave out, um, plan B contraceptive pill, which essentially for any listeners that don't know, the plan B pill essentially causes an early, abortion if you had conceived, so it will like strip your uterine lining if there had been an implantation or if there hasn't been, like it will make it so that the embryo can't implant, um, which I just have a lot of moral issues with. Yeah. So I wasn't crazy about that option. So I was like, you know what? I had known a friend that was doing home birth, thought it was crazy. So I was like, I'm going to look into it. Like I'm doing this clean. Like I'm going to look at the hospital. I'm going to look at the birth center. I'm going to look at the home birth. And so I actually never went to the birth center and I never went to the hospital. Um, because I had talked to this midwife for like 45 minutes on the phone and I, I remember getting off the phone. She's like, I only have one more spot for for November. Cause I was doing November and gave birth in December. And I got off the phone. I was like, Dave, should I call her back and just like book it and ask her, like, tell her where should I send the check? Like to put my deposit in to save the month. Yeah. And Dave's like, do know like let's think about it and I'm like Dave like I'm so in like I'm ready and I feel like I haven't felt that way about a lot of things in my life but I talked to her and she was very much like I'm just gonna lay it out for you and I could tell like there's gonna be bias like I mean she is very pro home birth mm-hmm. and I think yeah. that's fine but she was also very happy to tell me the pros and cons of the other options the birth center, the hospital, things like that. Um, And then very willing to answer my questions, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And then the other home birth midwives that I talked to, um, I didn't get as much peace. And they were basically like, you know, if something happens and we have to transfer you to the hospital, like we're not going to really stay with you. And I'm like, great. So I'm going to build a rapport with you. I'm going to pay you the midwifery fee. And then if I get preeclampsia at 38 weeks, you're going to say, you need to go to the hospital right now. Have a nice day. Like maybe we'll see you later. You know, like I was like, no, I paid you over three grand to be at my birth. And if we're talking like a 20, a 38 week transfer, you're going to be at my birth. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that, so yeah, so I guess that's really kind of how I ended up choosing it. And then just like the Lord gave me so many confirmations. I, I went to the ER, um, when I was, like, 20-something, 23, 22 weeks with, like, preterm labor, Um, and that was my only, like, OB hospital experience, and it was horrific. The way the ultrasound tech treated me, it it was a teaching hospital, and she just let, like, the other person, she was like, well, why don't you have a turn? And I'm like, no, like, this is painful. I'm in, like, I'm having contractions right now, and you're going to let this other person just, like, play around with the transvaginal ultrasound? Like, no, this isn't my body is not a toy. Like, you know, if they're you, like, why don't you have the woman who wants extra pictures, who's coming in for her anatomy scan? Like,
1: why don't you let her do that? You know, like this is a different situation people.
0: Yeah. So, so I just didn't like the way that I was treated at all when I was there. Um, It was very like impersonal and, and like, disrespectful. So anyway, so that really solidified it for me. Like, I don't want to be involved in this. I don't want to do this. So, um, so those were good, like confirmations and, and stuff like that. So
1: Mm, that's really cool. It's like, I think it's big of you to just be like, yeah, I'm going to try this. It's pretty like counter-cultural, especially for like a young person. I don't hear many people choosing to do a home birth.
0: Yeah, it definitely um, was a little bit of a head turner. Thankfully, like a lot, none of my family. There was only a couple of friends that were like, "What?" But yeah, like what you said. I liked birthing in my own space. Um, you know, I I felt like, <coughs> excuse me, I felt like it. Uh, yeah, it was very natural. And it was just a whole lot easier and less stressful than like, okay, like at what point do I need to go to the hospital? Like I have to get in the car. Where's my bag? Like I knew I had everything I needed and it was just, it was ready. It was there, ready to go. And the midwife, I mean, this is not her first birth, not her first no. rodeo. So she, um, you know, so I, the question I get a lot is like, who cleans up the mess? Or like, what do you do about all the blood? And it's like, there's Chuck Pat. I mean, the same thing that you do in the hospital, hospital you know? Yeah. Where, you, you get a birth kit, whether the midwife brings it or you purchase it and just have it in your home. Yep. And I remember when the midwife got there, she just started setting things up. Like I remember being in labor and she's like over there setting up like the newborn area, like where, you know, she can measure the baby and all this other stuff. And thinking to myself, why are you even worrying about that right now? It's a long way away. And it's like, okay, it's only hours away and it just feels long to me, but yeah. Yeah. Had thought of everything, everything was ready to go. Like, you know, they bring emergency equipment. My midwife was certified in neonatal resuscitation. Like, you know, it's not a haphazard thing. You know, these no. people are trained in not only caring for you and recognizing when there's something that needs medical attention, like hemorrhaging excessive, you know, which is excessive blood loss or You becoming overly exhausted where you might need something like an epidural to help you rest or, I mean, a whole host of other issues that would require medical intervention and being able to recognize those before it becomes like an emergency, a severe emergency, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. So like they, I, you know, was very, not surprised, but it was very comforting to see them from what little I remember, like come in and just like prepare. They're like, okay, like we need this for that and this for that. And, and they had it all. And they, they organized the box that I kept at my house so that they could pull what they needed out right on the top, put it where they need to go. I mean, even I remember when I started getting to pushing, like I switched positions and they just moved everything. Like they didn't say anything to me. I don't even think Dave helped move it. They just moved it all. And they were just there hanging out, sitting on the floor, like chilling. And, and so it was, it was very normal and it was very much focused on helping me birth and helping, um, you know, me to be successful. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I loved about home birth was like, after you have the baby, it's just, it's you, you know, like you just kind of like in this new person and there's. You know, people knocking on your door asking about birth certificates or newborn photography or what do you want for lunch? You know, like the next, we, I gave birth, I gave birth at 1045 PM. The midwives left twelve thirty, one o'clock, somewhere like that. Yeah. I called my who had just come into town the night before, um, to kind of give her the update and be like, can you just come over when you wake up in the morning? And then we slept for like six to eight hours, something like that. Yeah because typically newborns, my midwife called it the afterbirth nap. She's like, all right, your baby is going to go to sleep for like somewhere around like eight hours. She's like, you need to sleep. You yeah. just it'll need to sleep. You're not going to get this after this eight hour nap. So I was like, okay, great. So, so we went to sleep and then we just woke up and like, my mom brought me bre- breakfast in bed and we took pictures of the baby and like talked about it. And I watched, no, that was Sunday that I watched mass on TV, but you know, just like enjoying being a family and yeah. having distractions from that. And, and then having the support too, that I needed like to be able to go to the bathroom or to like, can you heat up this um, like sits bath? Can you do, you know, just having that help and that support and, and having it from people that you love. Yeah. I mean, it was totally that first day being in my own bed
1: With my baby
0: and the people that I love, and yeah, that was awesome.
1: Love it. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, yeah, because like you said, it's hard work, it's not easy. And I, I mean, I really echo what you said like, you have to be confident in wherever you're birthing, and if that means you're in hospital and the doctor's just telling you what to do and you get an epidural, you know, or a C-section or whatever. And you chose that. Like, I'm just, I want you to feel confident in your ability to give birth, even if that is via cesarean and you know, like it's still your body that is growing and, and birthing this baby, even if you need assistance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So I just encourage women, even if you're scared of like knowing you know, arm yourself with the knowledge of like, okay, this is the true risk and this is the true benefit um, and not being like scared into something because, oh, you've been laboring for 10 hours and your body probably can't handle anymore. It's like, no, your body can handle a lot. Yeah. You don't need to a cesarean section because you've been laboring for 10, 12 hours. Like, come on. Nope. You need to eat some food and drink some water and rest as much as you can. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Did you do you think that like seeing your mom give birth like not scandalized, but that's the word I'm gonna use? Scandalized you in any way or made you feel like, wow, like my my mom's in so much pain, like
1: da-da-da. I don't know. No, not because my parents did a really good job of tell like kind of coaching us with okay, like mom is gonna be in pain she's not, it's not bad pain. She's not in danger. This is just like what happens when a baby is being born that she has to work. She's working really, really hard. And sometimes she will yell or it will sound like it's really hurting because it is hurting, but it takes a lot of hard work Mm -hmm. to have a baby. So we always kind of like coached through that. And we would go and talk to my mom and be with her while she was laboring for part of the time. um, Like, we'd, like, go rub her feet or, like, rub her back or hold her hand if she was resting or go say, go visit her. I remember my mom did some water births. Mm. Um, my brother Sam was born with a water birth, and so was my sister Jane. So we, my parents rented, like, a huge birthing tub that they put in their master bathroom. And I remember when it was... When who was born? I think it was when Sam was born. No, it was when Jane was born. Sam like got in the bathtub with my mom and was like swimming around while she was laboring. I don't know. It's just like it's. Go <laughs> to now that I say it sounds kind of weird, but it was just I don't know. It was kind of birth was kind of normalized. It wasn't seen as this mm. like crazy scary thing. It was just like yep, this is. babies are coming to the world and it's a lot of hard work for the mom but it's worth it you know and we would clean and get the house ready and make sure my mom had food and tea or whatever else she needed and it was also really it was cool to see my parents like work together Mm -hmm. um and giving birth like seeing my dad kind of take that coach that coach role was really special and really cool to see my parents working to de- working together as, you know, as my mom was giving birth to one of my younger siblings. So no, I don't think it scandalized or scared me at all. It was just like, well, this is what happens. This is what's yeah. going on. That's one of the things that really gets me about it is
0: that people are like, well, there's a risk and da, da da And I'm like, yes. And there's ways to prevent that risk. And there's, you know, ways and, and, Ultimately, like you don't go to the hospital for anything else that is a normal part of life except for birth. Yeah, that's so true. And that's I so think, true. you know, that that there is a hundred percent a time and place for medical intervention and birth. You know, there are things, or our maternal mortality rate has gone way down since like the middle ages when we didn't have these interventions. And I think that a lot of them are very necessary and good. Yep. I just, that there's no reason to intervene into a normal pregnancy and that the fact that we have like such a high rate of medical intervention, like the, I just, it's very, very hard for me to believe that, that, you know, we are as humans have somehow gone down this path of like, well, you know, 80, 90% of women need intervention. It's like, no, I think there's a lot of that that's very unnecessary mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> and it's just women, you know, either being pressured into it, feeling pressured into it or just not knowing. So they, yeah. they just go with whatever their, are do- you know, and not necessarily their doctor with any ill um, will. Or yeah. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, well this is the way that it's done now. And it's like, well, it doesn't have to
1: be done that way because your body was made to do this. Yep. So, yeah. Your body was made to do this. I love that line. That is, it's true. It's what you're made for. It's true. It's good stuff. I have the yawns over here. I don't know about you over there. No, I do too. Was there anything else you wanted to touch
0: on or? I could touch on, oh, I'm so passionate about it. I could touch on so many things. I mean, I guess the biggest takeaway that I have is that if hearing us talk about home birth has piqued your interest at all, Mm -hmm. reach out and you're pregnant or trying to conceive, like just Google like home birth midwives near you and give these people a call because Mm -hmm. you can tell in that phone call, like, is this person like in it for the money? Like, are they willing to meet with you for coffee or zoom call or whatever for free? Mm -hmm. Because I think that that shows a lot about, you know, is their heart really in, supporting women and giving them the option to birth at home one and two are they willing to answer your questions and concerns yeah. and if the answer to those things is no then I would not choose that person no um, but I think of all the professionals that you could reach out to for information on like care or pregnancy care and all of that that they would be the most open to even talking about it even if you end up like super not wanting to do it Yes, because I think that can really be a game changer, even in your own respect for people who choose to birth at home or even your own desire of like, well, I know I'm going to feel best in a hospital, but this conversation made me really want to seek a doula who is someone who supports you in birth and helps, you know, your uh, desires for birth be honored or something like that, yep. you know, that can yep. really alter your birthing experience. so. So yeah, so I definitely encourage you to reach out to them because those people are gonna be able to talk to you one-on-one and really um, help guide you in that. But also, um, yeah, to just be whatever you choose, even if you're like, home birth's not an option for me, it's outlawed in my state, blah, 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 blah. To be confident in your ability to give birth because I think that that changes your whole outlook um and to have something someone there that can remind you of that when it gets really hard
1: yeah
0: and hard and you need to be reminded
1: yep i think that's all excellent advice it makes a ton of sense and if we're just peeling away the onion and we've got more to talk about at another point we can always peel a little deeper (laughs) for joining us Remember, your body was made to do this, so you can do it.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Jam. Be sure to follow us on social media, check out our website, and come back to your favorite podcast app for our episode next week.